Augie just said, sorry, had to, and I've never felt more proud. You are so my boy, aren't you? No. Yeah, you are. Hey, what's up? Oh, you're going to do that? That's real mature. Oh, even better. Perfect. Ken? No. Yeah, I don't think so. Oh, laying down the law. Oh, you're going to throw your blankies at me? Oh, that is so savage. Oh, man. Oh, ow, boy. Okay, all three at once. Great. Consider this an intro to an intro <laughs> because I'd like to acknowledge the fact that I was off for a week and it wasn't for lack of effort. Let me tell you that right now. After realizing that it was physically impossible for me to release on Tuesday, I announced that episode six would be released on Thursday, the 13th. I was so close to making it happen, but then I caught myself re- like keeping recordings I was not fully happy with and cutting out others only to make it work, make it fit. For what? A deadline? A deadline that I created? Nah, nope. Not today, OCD. Not today. (laughs) The balance of keeping my word and following through with commitments while also creating the substance with the quality, even if that means missing a week or a few days, is a real struggle for me, but I refuse to push content out there that isn't up to my standards just to have it out there. The space I'm using and the content I create, that's what's important to me. So I hope you understand and I hope you really enjoy this episode because it was grueling. To open up and be so vulnerable at this level was not easy and even more difficult than that is knowing that I'm releasing it for the world to hear. Deep breaths. (laughs) If I were a turtle, I'd be one without a shell because I took it off for this one. I do it for the masses, I never blew my chances My style is classic, static, you want the heat, I got it I do it all the time, all around the way I put it down, coming straight from the underground I what you want now Hey guys, welcome to episode 6 Where I touch on, I talk about something that happened to me Or something that I experienced, is better said Earlier this week, on Monday Fucking Monday of all days And it was it is had an impact on me for sure more than I expected it to but expected is a strong word because I did not expect for this to happen ever I've never I don't know I mean it's just crazy and I've been grappling with it all week and it's been it's been a long one it's been it's been like oh my god So that post I made um, on Monday was my chance to kind of reflect and to learn more about 
what had happened and what I experienced. And so I'm going to read the post right now, and then I'm going to explain what it means. Because I left it like kind of a mystery. Like you don't know for sure what the hell I'm talking about. Kind of like real life. Okay. Imagine this. You're stuck and can't move. Something really bad has happened. You're not sure what it is, but you feel pain and volumes no living thing is meant to know. You have too many broken bones to count at the moment and that alone would be excruciating. But unfortunately, it's not over. 10 seconds feels like a lifetime, but you've got four days at least of this agonizing and intolerable pain and there's nothing you can do to ease it. Eventually, flies find you and literally start to eat your flesh and you can feel it all because you're very much alive. Why? Why is no one helping me? What that post is about is on Monday, I turned left off of 47 onto East Waverly to go to my job at the clinic. And I saw this, it was really shiny at the time. And I'm, I think, I mean, obviously it had to have been the way the sun was, like the height of the sun at the, on that day. But it looked like I just kept thinking like like a CD, but like higher up. I don't even know how to describe it. It was weird, but it caught my eye. Like as soon as I turned the corner, my eyes were like whoosh. And I had a lot on my mind that morning. I do a lot of mornings, but that morning specifically, I just had, my head was just like, like going fucking nuts. And even through all of that noise, that senseless noise, I noticed this immediately and I thought, Oh my God. And looking back, I realized I recognized that it was a turtle, but I didn't know that because again, I was in my head too much. So I get into work and I thought as I'm like walking into the building and setting my stuff down and opening up the computer and the programs and all of that, I kept thinking, okay, I, I'm pretty sure that was a fucking turtle. Like I need to go at least check and make sure because that's not going to hurt anything, but like, I need to go do that now. And then as I would go to do it, I'm like, oh, the phone would ring or I thought, oh, shit, I got to turn this or this on or that off or, you know, we need more supplies in here for this. Like I wanted everything to be ready. And that's my biggest regret because I don't know for sure. But, well, hold on. (laughs) Spoiler alert. It was a turtle that had been hit. And it was in not the middle of the road, but not in one lane or the other. It was the most awkward thing. It made, I just wonder how the fuck it happened. But it was a turtle. And looking back, I can recognize my intuition was like punching me in the face. Like, girl, go. You need to take care of this. You need to at least investigate this and follow through with what you originally felt this was Like, this is happening. And I didn't because I was so caught up in trying to get everything ready for opening, which it's fine. It's the same thing I do every day. I just, I'm just so mad at myself and I, and I know better. I know that it's not my fault, but at the same time. So 
I remember when I passed it, I could have sworn it was definitely hit, but like mostly intact. And this is before I recognized, like put the clues together that it was a turtle. But uh, I remember sitting at the desk and I had finally gotten all the things that I thought were air quoting again, people, so important. They're not. It's fucking fine. Uh, I saw that like two heavy ass trucks roll by and I'm like, shit, if that is a turtle, there is no way in hell that they're even going to be paying attention or notice that shit. Granted, I hoped I was wrong, but finally I texted my coworker. I said, Hey, I think there's a turtle out front. Actually, no, I had texted him before this hat, the trucks rolled by. So the timing was just insane, but I had texted him that I think there's a turtle in front of the building next to us. Um, are you close? Can you tell me like, because if you're not close, I'm going to go out and, and investigate. And he said, yep, totally a turtle, totally dead. And I'm like, something inside of me was like, "Mm, no, not saying that he was lying to me. I'm 100% sure he believed that because I don't see him wanting any animal to suffer or any life to suffer, but he truly believed it was dead. And I thought, yeah, so I can't help myself, but I'm not going to take your word for this. Like, this doesn't feel right. Like, it just felt so inaccurate. So, like, wrong. Like, I, my insides were like, like, wing, 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 like a tornado siren going off inside of my body. Like, no, sister, this is not true. That's not true. Look into this. And so I did. And turns out a turtle that has been hit is almost never dead. No matter how smashed or horrible the scene is, they are almost always alive, as in over 97% of the time. Let that sink in for a minute because that's insane. That is a a statistic that has actually blown my mind. When I saw that, I'm like, I had to physically take a step back and take a break and, and let that sink in because what? Oh my God, are you kidding me? So like you see an animal, it's not moving, whatever, and it looks like it's been smashed. It's still alive if it's a turtle. Like that's crazy. So I don't want to turn you off of, I don't want to turn you off from helping a turtle or any other animal if you happen to come across one who has been hit or is suffering or is who are about to cross the road. There are things you can do in all three circumstances. Um, the first one, an animal who's been hit, and it's, I'm talking about turtles specifically, but I feel like this relates to anything. Do not ever assume that it's dead. Be gentle. Do your research. Find out where you can take this animal if it's not a domestic animal or something that's quote unquote normally seen or taken care of or seen as something to be saved. Like most people think of a turtle like fuck. No vet would take that. Wrong. Lakewood Hospital. Lakewood Animal Hospital. 
they have four, no, yeah, they have four turtles right now that they are rehabilitating. And one of them has wires, actual wires holding its shell together. My turtle would have been the fifth one. Unfortunately, my turtle did not make it. I'll read the text real quick. I did not plan on doing this so soon. I actually wanted to finish my thought, but I I will read the text real quick. So I'm going back to Monday. I haven't done this yet because I just cannot handle it. Let's see. So I, I sent a message that said, there's a turtle that's been here near my office and I'm about to go move it at least off the street with a shovel. But what do I do if it's alive and will any offices around help it if it is? In my mind, I was saying, I'm about to go help this turtle. I have full confidence it's alive. Where can I take it? Because I cannot just leave it. My thought, though, also was that I was going to, if I was, if it wasn't moving at all, and if it was like, like, I would go off of what it felt like, but if it was like dried up or shriveled or, I don't even know what I was expecting, but I feel like I would know if it was dead. And if it was dead, I was at least going to move it off the street out of respect. Side note, probably would have buried it because that's what I do. I can't help myself, but. uh, Her response was, yes, Dr. Miller is here. Dr. Miller here is a licensed rehabber for turtles. We have four healing now, all exclamation marks, at Lakewood. So I said, I scooped it up. It is alive. I am on my way. Is that okay? Yes, exclamation mark. Brought the turtle in, and she picked it up off the shovel with her hands. And after seeing that, I realized... I could have done that too, but I I really was so gentle. I don't, I hope I didn't hurt it more, but I don't think I did. But after seeing her pick it up with her hands, I so wish I would have done that. That's my second regret. For more reasons than I can explain. But her text, so I get back to work and I'm like, I'm still shaking physically like my body is like vibrating so I'm like physically like looks like I'm having a seizure (laughs) luckily my patients know me really our patients know me really well and they're so understanding I didn't have to say a word I was being super normal and they just didn't ask questions she sent me a text that said I'm sorry. His spinal cord was completely severed. At this point, this is the point when I completely was so mad at myself because I'm pretty sure his shell wasn't that shattered. The first time I passed him, but I was too much in my head about the stupidest fucking shit that doesn't matter, and I'm I'm never gonna forget that. But that aside, I was so mad that when I did get all the stupid stuff done, all it took was for me to hear it like a huge engine rumble, and I looked out, and it was like a half semi, 
and like a super heavy truck headed the turtles way and I'm like oh my god no and I'll never know I will never know if that's what it was or if it was before that or what but I will forever hold myself accountable and responsible for that so she said um after that I'm so I'm sorry his spinal cord was completely severed she continues with Dr. Miller euthanized right away. So he is no longer in pain. <laughs> Bear with me, guys. I'm going right back there. <laughs> Please feel good that you saved him from a slow and painful death. Thank you so much for bringing him in. As I was leaving the parking lot, once I dropped him off, I remember asking, I remember saying, anyone who's ever died in my life, anyone I've ever loved, please rally and give me this one. Please help this guy survive. And he didn't, but he was put out of misery, and that's probably the part where I, believe it or not, I feel most guilty about. It's because when I think of the words, the spinal cord was completely severed, I literally want to fucking vomit, because that is fucked up. How long was that there? How long was it suffered? Like, could I have done something sooner? I don't know. It just kills me. But it also, I do feel good about that. I feel good about the fact that it was over at some point. Like, sooner than it would have been if I hadn't intervened. But I should have intervened sooner, you know what I mean? And who the... How many other fucking people drove by and didn't even see this? Come on, you guys. Pay the fuck attention. Wake up. Just pay attention. I was so distracted and that's the only thing I saw was this turtle. And I'm not saying I'm better than anyone. I'm beating myself up date. Like, ever since this happened, I'm still beating myself up about what I missed and what I should have done. But even me, in my head, I was paying attention. To pay attention. Please. No clue what the heck to do if you see a turtle in need? No worries. I'm here to shed some light on the matter and share some tried and true actions to take if you find yourself in a situation where you need to act fast and take initiative. Whether you see a turtle that has been hit or is stuck on the road and, thank God, hasn't been hit, 
or even if you notice a turtle about to attempt crossing a road. This next section will get you and turtle through any one of those scenarios as quickly and efficiently as possible. Every second counts and the benefit of having this knowledge before it's needed is a hundredfold. But don't be fooled. Even if you have a similar experience and you don't have the inside scoop of what to do, still do it. Do something. Do anything. Try to do no harm, but make a move, babe, because I believe in you and I know you have it in you. Doing nothing is the worst route to go, and I beg that you don't let that be an option. You got this. Grab your notebook. Grab your pen. Take notes, bitches, because you never know when you'll be driving down the road and bam, pop quiz, baby. You see a turtle who needs you. What do you do? Okay, so to not let my turtle and my story go in vain, I'm going to give you guys some tips about if you see a turtle that has either been hit or is trying to cross the road. Even if their shells are crushed, turtles can remain alive for days or even weeks in agonizing pain because they have such slow metabolisms. You guys, they literally need sunshine to digest their food. (laughs) How cute is that? Also, how am I not a turtle? Same turtle, same for me. So if you see a turtle on or near a road, take action. Do you know how to help turtles cross the road? If you don't, I will tell you. Follow these five steps. There are five simple steps. Listen to this, follow this, and you cannot go wrong. First is safely pull over. Always use extreme caution because you don't want to create an accident or become injured yourself because if you're injured, how are you going to help the turtle? Also, if you put on a show that's like, or if you like pull over to the side without hazards or anything, and then you cause an accident, you and the turtle could be injured, plus other people. Number two is speed up the process. So turtles in danger of being struck by a car, they need to be helped across the street because they are so slow and they just can't, you can't, you can't leave it to fate. Pick them up by grasping them firmly on both sides of the body in front of their hind legs. Please be careful not to drop them. They're so sweet. You won't want to drop them. Don't worry. Large snapping turtles have long necks and can bite hard. So instead of picking them up, gently push them from behind to safety with a blunt object. Do not use anything sharp because that could cause them injury. Also, keep in mind that you can use your arm too because they can't react that quickly to where they can bite you. So don't be afraid to use your own. Like if you're like, I don't have a stick, I don't have anything long, don't worry. This is just like an article who they have to cover themselves liability wise. You can use your arm, promise. Now this one, this next one is key. And it's basic common sense, but you would be surprised how many people fuck this shit up. Always keep them moving in the same direction that they were headed. Do not try to make them change course. Do not turn them around. Do not pick them up and turn around. Put wherever they were headed when you stopped to help them, which thank you for doing that. But also 
send them in the right direction. Otherwise, your efforts could be very, very detrimental. Get help for injured turtles. If you see an injured turtle on the road, rush the animal to a veterinarian, an animal shelter, or a wildlife rehabilitator to be assessed. Just so you know, Dr. Miller, Lakewood Hospital, Morris, Illinois. That's amazing. I'm sure there are others, but this is the one I know right now. I will update this as soon as I can find out more information about others, but there is one in Morris, and they are not only willing and able, they are eager. Take this turtle there, okay? Number four, make sure that the turtle isn't suffering. Even if you think an animal is dead, always, always, always stop to make sure. Turtles with completely crushed shells could still be alive and suffering. Test for reaction by gently pinching a back toe or touching the corner of his or her eyelid to see if the turtle pulls back or blinks. Help turtles avoid the road completely. If you're in a grassy area and notice turtles heading toward a road, take action before it's too late. Just remember, always keep them moving in the same direction that they were headed and don't relocate turtles to new areas. You guys, it's super simple, it's super easy, and it's so helpful to them, to us, to everyone. If you can just listen to those rules, follow your intuition, you can very likely save a turtle. And if you do, I want to hear about it. I want to hear everything. Even if your story is like mine with a really tragic ending, but also not because they were put out of misery. Like that, don't let that go unsaid. Don't let that go unnoticed. That's huge. That's so huge. In fact, that's sometimes I think that those types of stories, unfortunately, are more important because. Yeah, okay, so they're not getting rehabilitated and they're not here anymore, but they how long would they have stayed on that road? How long would they have suffered? Like, you are important if you find that. And even, trust me, you may not want to see it. You may, you may want the opposite. Story of my life, girl. Boy, whoever you are, story of my life. Every now, like not always now, but always, like, I go to work and I'm like, I don't want to see anything. I don't want to see anything. Please don't let there be anything. And the reason I'm chanting that is because I know myself. And I know the second I see trouble, I'm fucking pulled the fuck over. I'm holding up traffic. I don't give a fuck. I'm there for that animal. I don't want to see it all the time because it hurts. It really hurts and it really takes a toll on you. That aside, I don't regret anything other than what I've mentioned earlier. Did you know, starting around May 1st, turtles who have been in hibernation come out slowly and they begin to sun themselves. Seriously? (laughs) It's too bad you can't see this huge smile I'm wearing because how cute is that? I was definitely a turtle in a past life for sure. Starting May 1st, I do the same thing, sister. Girlfriend, I do the same. I come out and I sun myself like I'm getting paid for that shit. 
Are you still holding back or are you just as obsessed with turtles as I am? For all the hard shells out there, pun intended, you're not as too cool for school as you may think you are because ancient scholars actually believed that the world was formed on the back of a great turtle. And this widely held concept is a huge foundation for the science and practice of feng shui, which is definitely a future episode at minimum. Honestly, it'll probably be like a series of at least four because feng shui is like a parallel universe. It's so complex. On that note, turtles have since the beginning of time been viewed as symbols of longevity, perseverance, and wisdom. So yeah, they're kind of a big deal. But they're also super silly. They can make some pretty strange sounds. Like the giant musk turtle, which is found in Central America. It's known for yelping like a dog when it's startled or being attacked. The red-footed tortoise makes a series of clucks that sound just like a chicken. But the weirdest sound is made by nesting female featherback sea turtles who make a distinct noise that resembles a human belching. Again, how am I not a turtle? (laughs) If you're still holding back all the love for the turtle gang, yo, that is on you. They're the shit, and that is irrefutable scientific evidence. (laughs) But for real, I saved the best part for last. Listen up, fam. Turtles know their owners. In a study conducted by a mass group of veterinarians, many of the owners commented about how their turtles would swim right up to the water surface to greet them every time they walked in the room, and some would even come over to them when called by name. Get out of town right now. I am serious. If you're not a puddle right now, I I don't think we can be friends. We do not deserve turtles. As a reminder, you've heard it several times. I'm going to just say it one more time. Do not try to relocate a turtle unless the situation is extremely dangerous. Turtles are territorial, and if moved, they will try to return to their home range. Not only will relocation put a turtle at further risk of crossing roads, but some turtles in strange territories become depressed, stop eating, and die. If you're ready to tune out from your world for a little bit, tune into mine, where you can be sure to find yourself learning, laughing, and letting go of all the things that don't serve you. Earth to Brit can be found wherever you go to get your next podcast fix. My handle on Instagram and Facebook is Earth to Brit Podcast. Emails can be sent to earthtobrit.podcast at gmail.com. The podcast website is www.anchor.fm slash earthtobrit. Remember, Brit is spelled with two T's, B-R-I-T-T. Don't forget to send me a voice message. It's so easy and anyone can do it, whether you have an Anchor account or not. It's no thing. If you prefer I not use your voice message in a future episode, just let me know and I'll keep that gold for myself. One more thing, if you haven't subscribed yet, please take a minute to do that right now. And while you're at it, leave a quick review on iTunes. Turns out, regardless of listener volume, without reviews, my podcast is doomed to hide out in the shadows. And I am not a shadow person. I need the light. A simple one-sentence review is all it takes. I appreciate you, and can't wait to be back at it next week. Bye!
can't work like this. I need five. Take five. Do you have any idea how much time I've put into this? I, my voice is like... I sound like a rabid yeti. Quick little update uh, that was not planned, but right before lunch, uh, my coworker noticed these women standing on the corner um, across the street from the puppy nail place and then kitty corner from the vet uh, animal care hospital. And he said that he noticed they were staying there with this dog and one of the women left to go into the vet and then came back and the dog wasn't on a leash. And I, I said, does it look hurt? He's like, no. So then I'm looking and I'm watching. And by this point, obviously I'm all in, I'm invested. And they're just, they're on, they're on a phone, they sit down, they get up, like, it, it just felt wrong. Like, I'm like, what has happened? Is this dog hurt? Has it been hit? Are they, did they find it and they're waiting for somebody to come and get it? But I couldn't tell. So finally, when I was done with what I was doing for what I needed to finish before lunch, I got in my car and I went around the block real quick so that I could pull up in, um, on their side and talk to them. And I asked him, I'm like, I'm sorry, this is, I know this sounds super weird, but are you guys okay? Is that dog okay? And, and they start laughing a little bit. And the mom says, yeah, this is our dog. We're, uh, we're putting her down today. We're just waiting for the vet to, for, you know, for that room to be clear, for them to be ready for us. And my daughter wanted to give, you know, some private time with her to say goodbye turns out there's all these issues she's 14 she's a cute little tiny she looks like a poodle but also like a, like a little one but also kind of like a cocker spaniel so there's I don't know if she's a mix or what but she's 14 you can tell she's old she's got eye issues ear issues a tumor she, and she hadn't been eating and and she was crying all morning so they decided it was time and the mom was all upset because she thought she could be the strong one for her daughter she was turns out I can't uh, my, I've got reinforcement on the way. Don't worry. And I'm just like, finally, I'm like, can I, can I see her? And so I'm pulled over to the side of the road. I don't care. <laughs> I'm getting to know these people and I'm getting to cuddle a little bit with star. That's, I don't know if I mentioned her name, but her name is star. And they asked me, you know, what is your name? And, and cause I told them that I worked at the clinic and I could see out of the window and I was just wanting to make sure they were okay you know, explain why I was a stranger pulling over asking them, but I told them I was, you know, nervous that they were, something had happened to the dog, and I thought, any minute now, if that's the case, they're going to leave. Like, no one ever stays with a, an animal, and I'm like, so if they leave and that dog's all alone without anywhere to go, and it's right by all that traffic, I was just so afraid that would happen. So, yeah, basically, so much... I want to say, but what matters about this is it's crazy because one week ago today, Monday, which I was thinking about this on my way to work. I'm like, it's only been a week. It feels like it's been forever, but at the same time, it feels like it's been yesterday that the turtle incident happened. And it's just crazy to me that it's almost like in the same situation where an animal is about to be put down, but I got to meet the animal and talk to it. And it's just like, I don't know. I just feel like this is that's just not a coincidence. I don't know. I find that like a message almost, but take it or leave it. We'll do whatever you want with it because it's my story, so I'll do what I need to do. But um thought that was so 
interesting. And now I know Star, and unfortunately she's being put down really soon, possibly even right now, but she was so sweet and I got to see her and I got to meet her right I mean that's just I don't know I find that so precious I feel so privileged to have done that I feel like I was supposed to meet her and those two people the daughter and the mom and I got their first name I'm gonna do some investigating because they're so sweet and I really like them so yeah um it's not even it's not even it's like 12 30 right now it's not even the day is just getting started. Who even knows what is next in store? <laughs>